Thank you for tuning in to the Beyond the Check Service Industry Podcast. If you're enjoying what you're listening to and all my amazing guests have to offer, please consider supporting the show by subscribing to our Patreon. The link is at the bottom of the descriptions. All donations go to support our ability to continue to bring you fun and informative content. We can never do it without support from the listeners like you. So thank you. I appreciate you all. And without further ado. Welcome back to another episode of Beyond the Check Service Industry Podcast. I am Rashawn Parker, and if you have not yet, please go watch my television series, Beyond the Check, Worker Owner Edition, now streaming on Amazon Prime and Fox's 2B TV. 2B TV, it's free TV. Go hang out with lots of cool chef owners. I have a fantastic guest today, though. Um, she is a tarot card reader, the second one I've had on here. Maybe she'll give me a reading. We're going to find out. Uh, she helps people connect with the different spiritual energies that are present within their life. Uh, she tries to provide people with messages and guidance and healing directly from their spirit guides. I'm pretty sure she probably also likes to eat some food, and we're going to find <laughs> all about what she's going to have for dinner tonight. Uh, ladies and gentlemen, uh, Evie Wilkins. Hi, Evie. Hello. Thank you for having me. Thanks for being here. I like uh, I like your, your hanging out in uh, Midsummer Night's Dream Woods there behind you. <laughs> yes, this is one of my favorite uh, tapestries. <laughs> I like it. I like it. Thank you. So, you, how would you describe yourself? Like, what, what, what is it that you do in, in your own words? I consider myself an eclectic spiritual practitioner, uh, meaning I don't have a um, specific, um, like, practice. You know how some people are ordained or different thing, into different things. I'm, I'm not like that. I just kind of go with what feels right for me. Um, I know that in several past lives, I've always done this work. So I kind of just connect with spirit and just connect to the things that I've already done in past lives and just go with that. Oh, cool. Well, now I know definitely what we're going to talk about for a little while. Um, (laughs) (laughs) So past lives, um, how, how, how do you try to remember them? Um, they usually come up through meditation, uh, dreams. I do a lot of dream work. Um, I've dreamt about being in different, um, different time areas, time, um, what's the word I'm looking for? I don't want to say time zones. Time periods? um, Time periods, thank you. I usually have a lot of different dreams about different time periods, and in the beginning, I wasn't sure what that meant, and as I started studying, I started learning that that was, um, my spirit guides giving me little keys to different things they wanted me to look into and study. And every time I have dreamt about a different time period and gone and studied it, it's like messages started going off and I started studying different things. And it was like those things just started coming to me naturally. Cool. So I, I, I see. I, can, I can't prove it, but um, yeah, just during meditations, like trying to rem- asking to remember, right? Like, mm-hmm. You can't you you won't know unless you ask, right? Right. And so I, right. I I have flashes of different of being different moments, like traumatic moments in different lives, right? Mm-hmm. Right. Um, and over time, like you'll remember different ones, but um, but then how do you validate that? Like, what do we what do we do to find like you know what I mean? Like how do how do we find validation in that, or we do we just have to you know believe? Well. Part of it is to just believe. For me, the validation comes with um, 
spirit sends me messages in in threes. Like it's like I'll see something and it'll kind of click, and I'm like, hmm, and then I'll see it again. And usually by the third time, I know, okay, yeah, this is something that this is this is a validation for me. And it can be something as simple as um, I, I've I've had a past life, I believe, as a druid, and I've had dreams about doing. Um, rituals and and in druid type attire and druid type style and um at first when i was having these dreams i wasn't sure i you know thought it was just a dream but uh spirit confirmed it for me when i was walking one day with a, a friend and we were just walking down the street and um i noticed there were some books in front of us just sitting in the middle of the sidewalk like someone had just left them there and as we got closer to the books um I walked up on it, and one of the books was about Stonehenge. So, you know, everything is connected. There are no such things as accidents or coincidences or anything like that. So for me, that was a confirmation, like, yeah, this is this is important. So it'll be little things like that that'll happen. The, the serendipity out in the world. Mm-hmm. Yeah, <laughs> I, I recently um, uh, found myself um, just more aware of things and and the causes for my current life like and and it's weird because okay so we did some dmt right and like (laughs) (laughs) broke through came back and and ever since then i've just it's more like why am i upset about little random things like leaving the house afraid that i'll that i'm not going to come back right or Mm -hmm. And, and linking that to remembering being uh, an Irishman at war and leaving my family mm. and not coming back, right? Or just little kind of traumas that are in your life right. that you have no reason to be upset or worried for really, but for some reason you are, right? And, and trying to discover potentially what happened in your past <laughs> lives, past, your full past has mm-hmm. a lot to do with that because this world was a rough real rough for a real long time you know so a lot of terrible terrible things happened to us throughout throughout the history of men right and it and now it's it's seeming like with i mean this is a cakewalk right we get to live in this awesome scientific mostly evolving society and we're not dying at 23 you know so we have different ages where just like have these fears of for some reason, like bad things are going to happen this year. Right. But then it doesn't. And you wonder why, why am I thinking that so much? Right. Um, do you have clients? Sorry. Oh, go ahead. Go ahead. I didn't mean to cut you off. Sorry. Um, it could also be too that you're picking up on, um, other people's fears and other people's energies. Cause we do that too with our, our auras. We can pick up on other people's stuff too and have other people can have like irrational fears and things and we can pick those up and, and it causes us to be afraid of stuff too. Hmm. Um, but, but also just like the, the idea that it's totally fine as well. Like no matter what mm-hmm. happens here, it's just gonna, you know, waking up from another dream. Right. Right. At the end of the day. Um, so you have clients that you deal with that you that you that you do this work for, and do you have any crazy stories about? Any, I don't know. Um, Hit me. <laughs> I, do, I have clients. I do have stories. I um, I don't share things unless I have my clients' permission to share things. So I do have a couple of stories that I can share that I have um, the clients' permission. Um, one story 
in uh, particular was when I first started doing tarot card readings. Um, and I still wasn't very sure of myself. And I was just kind of doing it just to, you know, become more sure. And I had a guy, um, and it was funny because he would, he used to sell weed. So he would, we would do an exchange where he would give me a bag of weed and I would do a reading for him. So there was um, one particular time where he had a girlfriend and um, he, you know, he was telling me, he's like, Evie, I, I just, I think she's, she's seeing someone else. And I, I don't know why I feel like this. Everything is fine. Everything is great. And I've even talked to the people around us about it. And everyone's telling me that I'm wrong, but I don't know. I just, I feel like there's something going on. So I did a reading for him and um, it came out in the reading that he was right, that there was something going on. And um, in the reading, it also said that um, he would find out soon, very soon. So it wasn't, I don't think it was even um, a whole 24 hours later. He called me and he was like, yo, <laughs> you were right. He's like, I literally just accidentally walked in on her, like literally just walked in on her. So that, that was pretty interesting. And that was way back in the beginning when I had just started doing tarot card reading. Um, do you do any life regression work with with? With with other people no, as well? Not no? right now, no. That's not in my um wheelhouse. Yeah, right now. That's not in my <laughs> wheelhouse. Maybe in the future. Um, there's a lot of things that I'm I find interest in, but I would go to another person to um get them to do it. It's not something that I focus on. My focus is mostly tarot card readings, mediumship, and dream work. That's where my, my um talent lays. Nice. Um, I've had the last two nights while well, I've had, I have a cold right now and I'm, it's been like four days now. It's not COVID, took the test, just a cold. <laughs> That's good. <laughs> <laughs> I've had, I've had two, two very vivid dreams where I've asked myself to wake up where I've pulled, I, I, I've, I don't have the best teeth right throughout my life. Um, mm -hmm. And I keep having, I've had two dreams where one, I pulled one out. Right. And I was like, oh, man, now I have to go get this fixed. And we were, it was a long drive to even get home to where we were going. And I'm, just, and I'm holding the tooth. And I'm just like this. Oh, God, I wish I could just wake up right now. And when I said that, I did. Right. And I'm, I woke up. I was like, oh, thank God. <laughs> and then literally this morning, I had another one where um, I broke a filling and I was chewing on it. And then I was like, God damn it. Like, oh, this. I have, please be a dream and then I woke up <laughs> and again all good but um, what is that and, I, and well, I, it's also like I'm afraid I'm, I'm breathing I know I have the cold in the dream too where it's like oh how am I going to sleep I broke my tooth and I have this cold and and then I wake up and I'm like oh cool I just have the cold <laughs> so one of the things I like to do with dream work is I ask people first what does missing teeth mean to you? What does that, that idea, the idea of your teeth coming out, what does that mean to you? The second thing is, for a lot of people, the um, dreams of losing your teeth can stem from uh, subconscious um, issues about money. Like, are you dealing with issues where your money is tight or you feel like you don't have enough money to go around? So those are the two, mm. things, two questions I would ask you. Hmm. Um, I mean, it's just a pain in the butt. Like you can get them fixed, right? It's just, mm -hmm. it's a pain in the butt. Um, I think it's, 
what does it mean to me is like just having to deal with something you don't want to have to deal with, you know, and it's, you know, and you hope it's a dream and you wake up and it was just a dream. (laughs) (laughs) But there's definitely a significance because you had two dreams about your teeth coming out. So that's Mm -hmm. what I would take time to think about. Like what, when you said it's a, a pain in the butt, so what things do you have going on right now that are a pain in the butt for you? Or what's what's going on that's, that's causing like um, frustration? Or what is it that you don't want to deal with right now that you are like probably need to take a look at and deal with? This that's awful cold that won't go away. And I mean, and yeah, it, I mean, it's literally because in the dreams, I also still have the cold, right? Mm-hmm. And, and I'm mad about the cold. And then I'm also mad that my tooth just broke, right? There's <laughs> extra. Uh, so when I wake uh, up, I'm relieved that like I that the tooth is still there, but that I still have the damn cold. I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> um. But also just recently, and I've noticed with a lot of people, just just random, just regular people have have been way more vivid in their dreams and way more Mm -hmm. awake. People who didn't used to be even as much so or just Mm -hmm. remembering them in more detail without actually even trying Mm -hmm. has been happening a lot around the world, I guess. Yeah, there's a um, a lot of there's a huge energetic shift taking place in the world right now. And the, the veil that. Um, separates us. We're not really separated, but the veil that separates us between our realm and other realms are thinning. So there's a lot more people who are spiritually awakening. There's a lot more people who are um, having their perspectives changed about things. There's, like you said, a lot more people who are basically waking up. So that's where the vivid dreams come in. That's where the repeating numbers come in. That's where um, a lot of people's um, psychic abilities, everyone is psychic. Um, everyone has the ability to connect with the spiritual realm because we're all a soul. We're souls having a human experience. So we can connect easily with the other souls that are around us regularly. So with the veil and the energies and everything, a lot of people are having all these different types of experiences. Yeah, and normally I can heal myself, but this cold just... But yeah, no, you're 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 hundred percent right, and a lot of more, even if they don't realize that it's happening, there's there's like a there's a complete compassion flowing around the world of people mm-hmm. just you know just that desire to to give a shit about other people to help other people when you normally wouldn't, and I and as long as it works its way up into the greedy fucking elite, um, <laughs> we we might be all right. And it's and it's almost surprises people nowadays when you actually encounter it in real life because for the most part you don't encounter that like that selfish, greedy manipulation on a day to day basis amongst the people that you surround yourself with. I hope anyway. Right. Um, and so when you do, it's it's such a turn off to meet somebody that is, you know, just so closed off and quote unquote asleep or just egotistical, right? Right. I think a lot of it has to do with, um, you know, social media and TV and just um, programming, television programming, period, shows us and presents us this thing. And it's like everybody sees this thing on a, a wide range, so everybody thinks that this thing is what it is, when no day-to-day processes of people is not 
what they show us on TV. But because TV is and social media is so, you know, everybody sees it, then a lot of people are programmed to believe this is what it is, this is how it is. When really, on day to day, like you said, it's not. No, I don't watch the news anymore. I completely gave up. Yeah, I, don't either. I don't watch TV. <laughs> I, I, I used TV. to. I used to even make a show called Midnight Last Night where I would, you know, like satire the news and and <laughs> yeah, I just couldn't do it anymore. It's just it's, it, I called it the river of shit. Like the news is literally the, the river <laughs> of shit. And so, and so I would just put my toe into the river of shit and give me my opinion on this bullshit, right? Mm-hmm. But at a certain point, she's like, I don't even care. Like, <laughs> y'all do whatever fear mongering you want to do out there, and blah 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 blah. And your friends will come up and, hey, did you hear about? No, no, I didn't. <laughs> How's Ukraine going? It'll be over eventually. I don't. Mm-hmm. It's you know, like it's the smallest war we've had in a very very long time. Like at this point, that is all we really have going on in the world. It's like one little like major war <laughs> that we're doing pretty good. Because before that, it was awful. <laughs> you know? Yeah. I mean, 15 years ago, like, we were still Iraq and Afghanistan. Fucking... Right. We didn't right. have World War II. I mean, Europe fighting for centuries, right? Like, and now we got one little baby one going on. We're doing pretty good. <laughs> There's a lot um, actually going on, I think, in Mexico right now. Um, the... Uh, drug cartels have taken over the air, the airports and... Um, some people can't leave, and they, they, there's a, a whole lot going on in Mexico right now. <laughs> Gee. Yeah. <laughs> See, I haven't watched the news. I don't know. <laughs> well, I, um, I don't watch the news, per se, because the news, I feel like, lowers your vibration because the way that they do news is to present some, a certain thing. However, on social media, um, I do you know, see different things going on, but that's coming from the ground, from the people. So there's a lot going on in um, Mexico. There's also, I, I, I may be wrong, but I think it's Iran. There's some stuff going on in Iran also um, well, where... We have a good I bit of was, revolutions. Yeah. There's a, a, and pro- a lot and protests and, and good things. Yeah. I mean, it's conflict, but it's positive conflict, right? Like yeah. yeah, I agree. The China right, demonstrations yeah. in mm-hmm. Iran. Um and I don't know about the cartels in Mexico, but <laughs> that might just be yeah. a money grab. I'm not sure. Um, but I mean, Mexico itself is, you know, run by Coca-Cola to begin with. So maybe, maybe they're just trying to take their country back. I don't know. <laughs> Frito-Lay, really. Frito-Lay pretty much owns all of Mexico. Frito-Lay? <laughs> yeah. Oh, wow. I didn't know I, that. Yeah, if you go to, if you go to Mexico, you will find because you get you know the water's not that great, so everyone drank Coca Cola. Coca Cola made a huge push into Mexico, right? And you drink Mexican Coke, which is better because it's made with real sugar. But all you go into a gas station, all the all the snacks, all the sodas, everything is basically a Frito Lay Mexican brand. Mm. And yeah, every pretty much almost everything in Mexico Frito Lay is there's not really a whole lot of competitors. Oh, it's I did not Coca-Cola. know that. Yeah. Mexico is, um, I haven't been there yet, but it's on my list of places that I want to visit. Uh, my dad lived in uh, Mazunte, which is at Point Camita, which is the furthest um, southern tip of Mexico, mm-hmm. Point of the Comets. Oh, uh, okay. little, little nowhere Mexican town. Like, But even there, like you made your way up to the gas station to the highway. And yeah, it was just all fake Oreos and 
<laughs> Fanta. <laughs> Interesting. That's that. That was part of the obesity problem in Mexico too. Was when Coca Cola came in and mm. just started flooding the market with their crap. That Mexican diets really went down the hill. Mm. Yeah. Anyway, we worked yeah, our way into food. Nice. <laughs> <laughs> <clears throat> What's your diet like? <laughs> um. Hmm. I try to. I try to eat healthy. I try. <laughs> Me too. I try. <laughs> but um, vape isn't helping my cold. <laughs> I, uh, <laughs> I I enjoy. Uh, hmm. I like Italian food. I like pasta <laughs> stuff like that. Who doesn't? I'd say my favorite uh, Italian dish would be uh, baked ziti. Baked ziti. Do you make a baked ziti? Um, no, my cousin is a chef, so I just go and eat her food. <laughs> oh, yeah? Nice. Yeah. Um, she own a restaurant? No. She works in a restaurant? Not yet. She's working on it. She's working on it. One day. One day. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So you were the psychic. She was the chef. Exactly. So, <laughs> did, you ever, did, you, did you ever just guess what she was going to make for dinner that night? Um, not often, no. I just let her <laughs> do her thing. <laughs> nice. Um, what are you having for dinner tonight? Do you know? I have no idea, actually. Because um, I have a lot of things I have to do, so the evening is kind of going to be difficult but it'll probably be one of those nights where I'm at her house having dinner <laughs> well that's so nice whenever she decides to cook yeah yeah I'm spoiled when it comes to um the dinners yeah I just run to her house and eat with her <laughs> well they just get quality family time at the same time <laughs> yes yes I'm the cook but last night um I made my wife cook because I don't feel good so <clears throat> she made me hamburger steak Oh, that sounds good. And it wasn't too bad. She 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 did she did pretty good. Excuse me. That was the second thing she's ever made me. <laughs> <laughs> the other one is spaghetti. <laughs> she's got a good. She's got a man that cooks. That's good. She's lucky. <laughs> Every meal. Every meal. Unless reading out, of course. Um, how do you feel about kale? Kale. <laughs> It's fine. I like um, asparagus and broccoli. I like asparagus and broccoli. I sneak kale into everything. Because I I kale about people. So, (laughs) and it's so cheap. Like, it's literally like the cheapest superfood on the planet. Like, it costs a dollar for like a bundle of kale, right? And it's Mm. super filling, super good for you. I'm just going to push kale for a minute. Um, Everyone eat kale. (laughs) Because you kale about yourself and you kale about others. <laughs> I'm definitely gonna have to go try some kale now. Yes. <laughs> oh, fun! Um, tell me a little bit more about like your business. How can how where how what what's the day to day like for you? Um, well, right now I'm working on building more clientele. Um, I've been doing this for a while, but as far as the business part and really pushing it, I've really just started uh, maybe about two years ago. 
So um, I do what's called pop-ups. I'll go and um, set up it. Usually someone will um, rent a space and have a bunch of different small business owners come in and we set up our tables and um, we just, you know, sell our stuff. Um, I've been pushing my social media pages to try and build more clientele. So I'm basically at the beginning stages of just trying to build more clientele and just get out here and get in front of people and tell them what I do and show them what I can do. Um, you want to explain the name? Uh, Piscian Moon Divination. <laughs> he said Piscian. <laughs> um, it's, it's Piscean Moon Divination. Piscean. Piscean Moon Divination. So my, in my birth chart, my moon is in Pisces. And uh, most people who have their moons in Pisces tend to have um, psychic traits about them. And then depending on how the rest of their chart is set up, we'll decide like if they are actually, you know, more psychic like I am. So that's where the name came from, Piscean Moon Divination. And divination uh-huh. is basically the art of um, going to spirit or seeking um, guidance or information from um, higher realms or higher beings. So Piscean Moon Divination. Cool. I like it. Thank you. Uh, <clears throat> let's talk to Rodex. Uh, do, you, do you have a preferred uh, uh, tarot deck? Do you use the classic one? Do you, you you have any fun, crazy ones you've discovered that that, that you love? I have uh, several tarot decks. Most tarot card readers, um, once you buy one tarot deck, then you just continue to buy tarot decks. But right now, my favorite tarot deck is the Gilded Tarot by Barbara Moore, and it's it's similar to the Rider White, but it's different it's i don't know if you can see it's got very like my fingers it's very pastel and bright colors and yes. beautiful pictures yes yeah i, and I like I prefer, the artwork right now this is my um favorite deck my preferred deck to do my readings with i do have another deck that i enjoy using i don't think i have it at the table right now but it's called the um the everyday tarot and that's by um poppy palin and i like that tarot deck because it's very multicultural you see um in most tarot decks you see like you know just regular white people but this particular deck you see not only um different nationalities of people different races of people but it's also set in um everyday terms like you have um the Ace of Cups, the Ace of Cups represents um, cups and water. So the image on that deck, on that card, is a bunch of different little girls at a uh, swim meet with a um, a uh, first place uh, trophy, and it's shaped like a cup. And in that particular card, there's a, um, a very dark-skinned black girl, there's an Asian girl, there's a, um, an Indian girl. And so the whole deck is um, built like that. You have different, several different... Um, Races of people in each of the cards, so I, I really enjoy using that deck. Also, well, that's cool. Uh, my mom has a it's the animal tarot. Have you ever seen this one? Um, there's so many different ones. I'm pro- I probably have. <laughs> oh, uh, yeah, there, there, there's so many. She has she has a shit ton. Her favorite one is the is a kitchen tarot. Oh, I've heard so, of that one. I like that. So everything's just based on stuff inside a kitchen. Mm-hmm. <laughs> but it, it's actually it, it has great little metaphors, right? Like boiling water. And mm-hmm. I, I can't, my brain isn't working that great right now, but, <laughs> um, it, it's, it was it, it, the refrigerator somehow like is, is in there. I don't know, but it's the kitchen deck and it's really, it, it was, it was really fun, uh, to look through. I haven't looked through it in a couple of years, but it was cool. Um, you want to read me a card? 
Sure. Cool. Um, however you want to do it, your simplest favorite way. Um, I can just pull, I'll pull three cards and take a look at what the energy is around you right now. All right, let's do that. <laughs> I'm going to go with foggy and stuffy. <laughs> We'll see. Let's see what spirit wants to tell you. Hello, spirit. How are you today? What would you like to tell me? My dog's telling me that it wants to go for a walk. <laughs> okay. But he tells me that every morning. So I've pulled three cards and I also used the card at the bottom of the deck. The card at the bottom of the deck for me represents the overall energy. So the card at the bottom of the deck for you is the Eight of Cups. Now the Eight of Cups is an energy of walking away from something that is no longer emotionally fulfilling. We also have the Temperance card. Temperance is a uh, major arcana card. So this talks about only major life scale. And Temperance for me is an energy of balance um taking your time and balancing out what's important what's not important just having complete balance in your life then we have the five of swords and the five of swords energy of conflict it could be um mental conflict it could be conflict with someone else because it's swords swords it's um air energy and so it represents uh communication it represents um um just movement around so we have the Seven of Cups as the final card. The Seven of Cups is an energy of having to make a choice about something. So you have all these cups in front of you, and each of the cups, the Seven Cups, has something different in it. So it's about making a choice, looking at it, and deciding what are you going to pick and choose, and what, what's for you and what's not for you. So this looks like there's something going on where you have to decide that you're going to have to either walk away from it, or um, and I feel like you got to walk away from it and do something different. And you're trying to decide what's going to be the best choice and what's going to create the least amount of conflicts for you. How does that sound? Spot on. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you. I usually am. <laughs> yep. Uh, yep. <laughs> so many options. What will we do? <laughs> So what uh, I also like to do um, after the readings, I like to pull an oracle deck card. As I like oracle decks. Um, I think I like oracle decks because they, um, a lot of times people will listen to the reading and they might remember it, they might not. But with the oracle cards, that last message of wisdom, people always seem to hold on to that last little bit of wisdom. If they don't remember anything from the tarot reading, then they usually remember the Oracle card. So this deck is my Animal Spirit Wisdom deck. I cannot remember the name of the author right now, but if you want me to tell you later, I can. So I want to pull a card. I love the Animal Spirit deck. <laughs> yes, animals uh, teach us wonderful lessons when we're listening. All right. Oh, you have dragon, supernatural. You are Ooh. the ancient wise sage. You can shape shift at will. 
Mastery okay. is your destiny. Rise with dignity. Do what I can there, dragon. <laughs> so I, I feel, feel like, like that, it. Oh, go ahead. I'm sorry. Go ahead. No, go ahead. <laughs> now, I was going to say um, that I feel like ties into whatever the situation is that came out in the cards just now for you, the tarot cards. You should remember this. So whenever it gets difficult to, to make that choice and that conflict is coming up, remember that you're a dragon. And that I have the power of the universe in my pinky. <laughs> <Yes>. <laughs> we all do. We just forget it sometimes. Yes, that is true. <laughs> um, so I like uh, these. The idea of of that. I I mean, I feel like that dragon is spot on. And as I when I take walks, my meditation time is walking my dogs in the woods, right? And when I walk in the woods, I usually listen to like some sort of channeling. Or mm-hmm. you ever heard of cryon? Mm, a magnetic service. No. Uh, uh, Lee Carroll is the channeler, right? But Cryon is the, the channeled. Okay. Um, if you if you get bored, look up Lee Carroll. He's been a, he's been around since the mid '80s, and he's been channeling Cryon since since the mid '80s. And so you can go back. He has all he has recordings that I it doesn't go all the way back to the '80s, but I think to the early 2000s is when they started recording everything and and keeping okay. an archive of it. Um, but I listen to that as I walk in the woods and I, you know, it's getting out of society, getting out of life and, and going back and finding your center and yourself and realizing that this is just an, a luciary, you know, ex- experience that we do have control over as long as we remember that we do have that power and it's easy to get sidetracked, right? Like, you know, obviously shiny things are, are super cool in this world too, right? So, yes. <laughs> But just remembering to trust your gut and you can go with your instincts and follow follow your dreams, right? Then everything does seem to work out okay. You got any words of advice such as how to operate in this crazy, crazy world in which we live in? Always always be authentic. I feel like if you can always be your authentic self, then um It'll help you with dealing with any type of situation. Because you got to deal with situations your way, not the way that everybody else says you should. You got to do First, it. First, we have to find ourselves, though, right? Yeah, that's true. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I, and I'm, I'm, not, I'm just me, so I'm not everybody else. But I know that it, it, I don't think I actually figured out who I really am until I was in my mid 30s. You know, like even even going back to like high school and when I was fifteen, I still knew what the universe was and you know what the hell was going on. But as me being like my true self to the world, right? The way I mm-hmm. I'm outwardly to the world, which is not the same as I am even when I'm home sick and crumpy, <laughs> right? Like I can still be that human being that's just you know, and maybe not. Yeah. Always so positive, but when I walk out the door, I don't know if I have to be now, but I, I choose to be. That's what I want to be. Is is that ball of light that walks into the room, right? Mm-hmm. Or just that fun, energetic hair. And I, I don't know if that I. Th- I'm pretty sure I always was. People always liked me a lot, but I wasn't aware that I was doing it on purpose until later. You know, or right. did I even do now do it on purpose? I definitely do it on purpose now. 
but I don't know if that takes away from it or it's, some things we're not supposed to know. And have you ever been to that place where it's like, what are you doing here? You don't belong here. <clears throat> You're not supposed to know this information. And it's for a good reason that you don't know, mm-hmm. right? Because when you do know, it's the reason we can't remember all of our all of our lives when we were initially born. It's a lot of trauma, yeah. right? It's so much trauma that it's, this is a protective layer to keep us able to deal with this world. Because if we fucking knew all that shit, like, crazy. What, what are we doing here? Why would mm-hmm. I even bother coming back here after all of that? That's ridiculous. Mm-hmm. But also, from that perspective, you're looking at the future, too. and past, So you don't... It, some things we're just not supposed to know so that we can operate here, I think. Yes, but. I agree. <laughs> and if you are going to know... that, you need more fun sometimes. Right? Mm-hmm. Who knows? It's, it's an adventure now. <laughs> anyway, this has been fantastic. Thank you so much for my reading. Thank you for having me. Thank you for allowing me to do your reading. Uh, where can we go find you and and where can someone else go go get in touch with you so they can get a reading themselves I am on uh, TikTok as Piscean Moon Divination I'm also on Instagram as Piscean Moon Divination and you can um, anyone can DM me I also have um, an email and my email is pmdivination2782 at gmail.com awesome Everyone, go 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 check out uh, Evie and get yourself a reading. She is a fantastic, lovely lady and uh, super insightful. I'm sure she can answer some questions you might have. Uh, Evie, again, thank you so very much for being here. I appreciate you. Keep up the good work, and I hope your business flourishes and you help many, many souls along their path. Thank you so much. <laughs> awesome. Ladies and gentlemen, uh, go watch my television show and go find Evie. Yeah. <laughs>